0: From Sandwich Community TV, I'm Manx Taiki Magyar and this is Blindside, the entire audio interviews that I've cut to make my short form video documentaries. Earlier in 2019, I started a documentary on marijuana and had the opportunity to talk with Scenic Roots owner Donna Coutil about the change in laws allowing her business to not only accept but embrace the new legal hobby. So Donna, yeah, if you want to kind of introduce yourself and then maybe uh, why you're here.
1: Yes. Hi, my name is Donna and I own a garden center in Sandwich. And I'm actually here to talk to you about the perceptions of cannabis in a garden center setting. We, um, we've been selling materials and supplies for those that are growing cannabis recreationally and professionally in their own homes or their facilities for many years now without, um, <clears throat> god damn, Hi, I'm Donna and I own a garden center in Sandwich. And I'm here to talk to you a little bit about the background of um, cannabis growing and the supplies of cannabis and and how it's viewed in the garden center industry for us. We've been selling supplies for cannabis growing for years now, before it was even legal. We've been doing it on the down low with a lot of customers. They talk to us on the sly, um, a little embarrassed or sometimes very shy to talk to us about um, growing cannabis. But now that it's legal, it's been a lot easier for us to talk to our customers. They've been a lot more open. Um, The ease that they have when they're talking about their plants or problems that they have in their plants make it a lot easier for us to give them the right guidance in how to grow their plants how to treat and cure their plants if they have fungus or insect problems too so with the new regulation and the new law it's been a lot easier for us to help our customers okay so now what
0: so now i guess basically talking about if how what would you say to someone who is like i'm looking to grow marijuana okay how would you even start that whole process
1: yep Sometimes when a customer comes in and they're talking about starting seeds, they're looking for specific soil. They, they have these little tells sometimes they're a little shy still at the very beginning in talking about growing cannabis seeds. Um, so We start by asking them questions about the seeds that they're growing. And sometimes they will write out, tell us that they're growing cannabis. Sometimes they'll tell us that they're growing vegetables. So a lot of times we have to prompt that out of them because the initial seed starting is the same as growing a tomato or a pepper. You're using the same soil-less mixture, the same um, fertilizer um, in growing seeds. But when you start to transplant your cannabis plants into larger containers, you're gonna need a heavier fertilized soil. You're gonna need a a denser soil for them to grow. So it's very important that we actually get that information from the customers. Otherwise their plants will be. um... So it's very important for us to get the right information from our customers, whether they're a little shy to talk to us about it in the beginning or whether they're right out honest with us. There's a huge difference in a transplanted cannabis plant to a transplanted pepper plant. The cannabis plants need a lot more fertilizer, they need a lot more water, they need a lot more light. So there's a huge difference from the seed starting stage to the transplanting stages and that's very important to the health and the success of a cannabis plant.
0: I uh, want to talk a little bit about that the slyness that some customers have, I don't know, like story-wise, you know, like, <laughs> where like, you can kind of tell when someone is growing marijuana. But. Yeah.
1: yeah. <clears throat> so just the other day, I had a customer come in, and he was looking over the soils, and he was trying to figure out what soil to purchase. So I came over and I asked him, I said, oh, what's your project today? What are you transplanting? And he's like, well, I'm doing houseplants. I said, okay. I said, this is the perfect soil for a houseplant blah 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 and he's like well I think I need a little something heavier with um, nutrients in the soil so right away it keys me into there's not a little bit of truth in this story so I looked straight at him and I said would you happen to be growing cannabis and he looked at me shocked and a little sheepishly and he's like I am yeah and I was like don't worry about it I said it's the law you're allowed to talk about it you're allowed to grow it i said we are here for you we're educated for you all of your garden centers are allowed to talk about it now Um, and he he was very put at ease and we had probably about a 20-minute conversation and that's what we find a lot once the employee once the staff here at the store or any of your stores um, show you that it's okay to talk to talk about cannabis growing um, the customers are a lot more easier to talk to and they share their stories with you. And then you actually have a conversation and you find out that you have repeat customers. Cool. That was terrible.
0: No, that was
1: terrible. Yeah. I didn't say exactly what I wanted to, but that's okay. Um, What's another story? Oh, God. Am I allowed to talk about little old ladies? I think little old ladies would be about Oh, it we. Uh, so we've had customers that we've had for 20, 30 years. We've been in business for 33 years here, and we have very loyal customers. We have very repeat customers, our regular customers, we call them. When they come in and find out that it's okay to talk about cannabis growing, half the time we are shocked at which customers are actually growing cannabis, whether it's for recreational, whether it's for medicinal. Um, the older the customer, if that's okay to say, um, those are the ones that surprise us the most, that they've been growing in their basement for years and decades, or they've been growing out in their backyard for um, dozens of years, hiding it from their neighbors. Uh, Those are the stories that make us laugh. Um, And those are the stories that make it, it's acceptable now. I, I think you all know that every person can legally grow six plants. If there's uh, two people living in the house, you can now have up to maximum of 12 plants. Um, so it's very acceptable now to see cannabis plants growing in someone's backyard garden or in pots on their deck.
0: Right. How about some of the products that are and <clears throat> you would just be like, again, that person coming in to buy it, where would you send it? Like what kind of products yep. can you talk about that? Mm-hmm.
1: Let me get my head wrapped around this one because there's a lot, but I don't want to overwhelm people too. Okay. Um, Yeah,
0: a simplified
1: version if that's possible. Yep. So what happens a lot in cannabis growing is when we first talk to people, starting your seeds is a normal seed starter that you would any other vegetable, any other flower, any other herb. When you start transplanting, then you're going up to what's called a super soil and the more industrial growers will mix their own super soil. But nowadays there are soils like Soham and Stonington blend made by Coast of Maine that actually have all those micro rhizomes and earthworm castings and um, organic materials in the soil itself. So that's what the plant is needing. Once they age and get older, you also have to have a lot of feeding. So you're fertilizing with organic matter. Again, Neptune's Harvest or um, Fox Farm products, Coast of Maine products, um, you're feeding every 10 to 12 to 14 days until you're right up to ready to harvest so they do take a lot of food they do take a lot of light and they do take a lot of water so they're very high maintenance when you get further into the growing process Hmm. bugs and what else mitch yep so also when you're growing cannabis It is a lot like growing a tomato outside, inside. You have spider mites, you have aphids, you have powdery mildew and mold to deal with. Um, Those are all things that also need to be dealt with organically. If you're using a chemical application, remember that you're also going to end up ingesting that chemical. So it's very important to use organic. So with, spider mites and aphids you're using a product called something like Captain Jack's that has spinosad in it and that's an organic. Then if you have something like powdery mildew um, you absolutely want to make sure that you do not apply during the flowering process because even if it's an organic during the flowering process that organic sulfur or copper will end up on the flower itself and then you'll still be ingesting that. So there's no chemical application whatsoever during the flowering process. But if you've ever grown tomatoes before and you've dealt with the insects and the, um, so if you've ever done tomatoes before in your backyard or containers, you'll also know, nope, hi, I'm good. So, if you've ever grown tomatoes before and you've dealt with powdery mildew and other fungus if you've dealt with um, aphids and other insects it's the same way you're going to deal with them on a cannabis plant it's very easy to remedy it But the most important thing is to monitor your plants so it doesn't happen. You wanna make sure that you're out there looking at them every couple of days, you're looking under the plants, under the leaves, you're looking on top and in the little crevices, because the more you can prevent, the less you have to spray and the less chance that your plants are gonna get a disease and ultimately end up failing on you.
0: Um, maybe talk about as just now as a business owner with this sort of new avenue that's you know it's now around and growing. What's it like mm. dealing with the people, dealing with the public, politics, anything like that? Um, and what you feel about it as like a whole, as a society? You know. Like oh, like, you want of, my opinion? Yeah. I, well, I don't know how much you. No, me kidding. you. <laughs> <laughs> I can i <provide> on that <laughs> Sandwich. Careful.
1: Uh. So from the business side of all of this, it actually is a great part. So as a business aspect of this, this the whole legalization of marijuana and cannabis growing, um, it certainly is a great department for us to get involved in. It's another avenue, another place where we can actually make some more money and help people grow. Um, it's still quiet. Industry right now, Um, I think people are still a lot of people are still doing it on the sly So half of our customers that come in we probably don't even know that they're um, that they're planting cannabis plants Um, The other half are fully open with us and talk to us about it Um, But it is a specific product when they purchase so 90% of the time we actually know what you're growing and you're not telling us Um, But there is so much potential for this to grow, for the business side of it to grow, for us to expand in the products that we carry. Um, A lot of your garden centers are now um, writing blogs and posting on Facebook and Instagram, being very transparent about what they're selling. They're also holding workshops for the home gardener, which I think is fantastic because everyone is being open and honest about it. So there's a lot of information out there now being offered by the garden centers, and there's a lot of room for growth in this industry, which I think is fantastic. Myself, no, I won't start it that way. (laughs) Um, I think when if if you come in into my garden center, I think you'll realize right off the bat that none of us are shy about it. Um, we've all taken educational seminars. We've all grown ourselves. We've all used in one form or another, and we're we're happy to talk to you about it. Personally, I've had my share of smoking marijuana in college, and. We've all gone through using CBD oils. We've all used it for injuries. We've used it for um, sleep aids. I mean, there, the amount of ways you can use it is is beyond... Um, so for us, we're not afraid to talk about it, and we're not afraid to tell our customers that we've tried it in one form or another. That's how the dialogue starts, and that's how the customers get comfortable with you and want to return to your business, knowing that they're not shunned and knowing that they're, um, they don't have to be afraid to be themselves around you. And I think that's the most important part. If you can be as transparent as possible and be honest with your customers, they're going to want to do business with you, and, and that's how we stand on it on the cannabis. Cool.
0: That was great. Well, that was a better ending. Yeah, that was nice. Anything else you want to kind of chime in there that you feel like Um, needs to be said or anything like? um,
1: What? We don't sell the seeds. Oh, yeah. No one's allowed to. Um, I don't know where you'd fit that back in there. Yeah. That's Um, all right,
0: because then it's something that, because that's not like, I mean, Because you're not saying you sell seeds, so but then yeah, because we.
1: Yeah, I mean, if to put that in there, I could go back to talking about what we do sell as far as that, and then just let them know that any garden center is not legalized to sell
0: seeds. It's fine, but it it works online. I don't get how that works.
1: Um, I know where we we purchase from Canada. Okay. My staff purchases from Canada. Yeah. I don't know if you can legally purchase seeds here in the United States. So,
0: but that's legal to so just buy them in Canada, buy seeds in Canada. That's, that's um,
1: they come discreetly. They <laughs> come discreetly. They come in a different container. Yeah, that's fine. So that I, honestly, that I don't know because um, one of my staff members had um, bought us the seeds. That So last year we, last year we actually, um, I could, I, let me, talk yeah. about that yeah, yeah. Um, if you want to put it in or not um, so last winter I took my staff and we went to a workshop to learn about how to grow cannabis so we would be able to in exchange no. so last so, so last winter I took my staff and myself um, to a workshop on growing cannabis. We wanted to be make sure that our staff was educated, that we were educated to be able to talk to our customers on how to cure fungus, how to cure mites, how to test their water, how to start seeds, blah, 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 all of that stuff. Um, so we also last year decided that if we were going to use this whole process and we were going to educate our own customers we had to educate ourselves so we started with the seed process the transplants with all the different types of lighting and we grew our own cannabis plants here in the back of the store without anybody knowing we were doing that we wanted to go through the whole growing process and all the problems that would happen Um, through the growing process with the cannabis. And it was a wealth of knowledge. Um, Some of the stuff we didn't even know, like who knows how to trim and dry and burp your jars and how long it takes to actually dry the cannabis in order to be able to use it in other products. That was a whole world to us that we didn't know because I'm sure as anyone, you just buy it, you smoke it, you use it, you infuse it, you do what you need to. Um, so we learned a lot from that process and we learned a lot from the workshops.
0: And this is uh this is another question again, yeah different, but this is something we can totally cut if you don't feel comfortable and you don't even have to answer it. But yeah. about what is your favorite method of consuming?
1: I don't have one anymore. <laughs> <You like more? laughs> no, I don't do it.
0: Oh you don't do it at all? <laughs> oh, okay. And that's that's if you wanted to say that, like I don't do it, but it's you know, it's I don't know if you want to, have, I don't know how to word that. I don't I know. I, I don't really do it. I don't I, use it that
1: much. I don't know if, I don't know if they care, right? Yeah. Um, like, So I literally stopped smoking marijuana my 21st birthday in college. Um, I literally was smoking it every day a ton of times a day, and I was running three jobs in order to pay for my consumption, and I was skipping classes. So to my 21st birthday, I decided I was gonna stop altogether and I haven't smoked since. And I'm now 45. But I am extremely curious on the CBD oils and what they can do as a health aspect. I have um, nibbled on a couple cookies, uh, well, a piece of a cookie before I go to sleep and I have had the most amazing deepest sleep I've ever had. Um, I have used CBD oil on my arthritis in my knees because I have horrible, horrible arthritis in my knees, and it is helping with that. So as a medical aspect, I'm really excited about it and what it does and where it can take you. Um, Smoking for the happy giggly high, that's not me anymore. Um, But I'm very, very curious from the medicinal side of it. And I'm very excited to see what is gonna come next and then how everyone uses it to Oh, gosh, if it could cure epilepsy, if it cures depression, if it cures panic attacks and um, cancer and arthritis and, and things like that, that's a very exciting world to be in.
0: Donna and her employees are excited about this new emerging industry and ready to help the public navigate any growing questions. Scenic Roots even has a dedicated area for recreational marijuana growers. So what are you waiting for? Get that green thumb out. Blindside is a Sandwich Community TV podcast. Subscribe to us on your favorite platform or visit us directly at www.sandwichcommunitytv.org so you can stay up to date with all the newest content. Thanks for listening.